0: Welcome! This is In the Footsteps of Jesus from Down Under. My name is Nick Krita and I'm your host today. Very happy to be with you and thank you for tuning in with us. Today it's a very special occasion for me because I have an honorable guest with us in the studio today and I would like to introduce him to you. We're talking about Dr. Hans Dill, which is a professor of preventive medicine, best-selling author of several books on lifestyle medicine and health. He's the founder of the CHIP program, Complete Health Improvement Program, which has close to 100,000 graduates. With this uh, amazing experience on lifestyle medicine, Dr. Hans Dill, I'm looking forward into this program to know you more and our listeners to learn from you. Dr. Hans Dill is uh, coming uh, all the way from United States, even though the name gives us uh, another (laughs) hint.
1: Where are you from, uh, Dr. Hans Dill? Well, actually, I spent my first 20 years in Germany. I grew up after World War II, made my way to Canada. And then actually, uh, moved to the United States where I had my, uh, my doctoral program at Loma Linda University in Southern California. And you are traveling all around the world. Well, <laughs> there's a great need for helping people to understand that health is not so much the function of doctors and medications and hospitals, but health is largely an achievement, particularly when it comes to these, what we call chronic diseases. These are diseases that are always going to be with us. I mean, if you have heart disease, they will tell you, you you'll have heart disease until you die. If you have diabetes, you will have uh, diabetes until you die. When you have high blood pressure, you will have uh, high blood pressure until you die. This is what we call chronic diseases Uh they cannot be cured by medications medications can make us feel better uh with these diseases but they don't really cure the disease I mean you just forget to take your pills for a few days and what happens to the blood pressure goes up again Mm -hmm. what happens to your uh, blood sugars you forget your insulin or you forget your medication and it shoots up again so these are the diseases that we cannot solve very effectively with medical approaches. But these are diseases that can be solved by what we are doing for ourselves. And so the physician now um, has a new opportunity and a new responsibility of helping people to become educated, to really understand the disease process. And as they become educated and understand, become motivated to make some of the changes so that we can take care of the causes of these diseases. And the causes of these diseases Largely relate to how we use fork and knife. What do you put on your plate? What do you eat? What do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you have exercise? Do you have sleep? Are you a nice person? Are you treating your spouse well? You know, these are all factors that enter into the equation of what happens in developing progressing and arresting and reversing these kind of chronic diseases. So this is a very exciting new field called lifestyle medicine where we are now training physicians to also learn something about public health, to learn something about nutrition, which we don't really usually teach in medical school. It's a concept where we train physicians how to really incentivize, inspire Patients to get into an exercise program and it also means that we as doctors should be role models so people have some idea of what we should be doing. Mm. So you cannot be a physician and tell patients don't smoke and you smoke, Mm -hmm. right? You're not very credible if you're obese and you tell an obese person, I want you to lose some weight so we have to be role models that means we have to become practice practitioners of a healthy lifestyle ourselves mm. and dr Hansdiel, uh,
0: as you mentioned those things are you also a spiritual man i'm wondering how that goes together about just what you said uh, to be a good practitioner you need to to show what you believe in
1: well the medical school where I teach in Southern California is a Christian medical school. We have about a thousand medical students and uh, many uh, students that have a Christian orientation they try to get into the medical school. There are thousands that we have to turn away because when you are a Christian. You have a different philosophy of health. You have a different foundation. Uh, you have now an opportunity of extending the goodness and the kindness of Jesus to your patients. And so you have a more holistic orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are operating from a basis of reaching out to people and helping them to understand that there is more to life than just making money. Mm. there's more to life than just having a couple of cars there's more to life than just being famous uh, the greatest calling that we can have is to follow in the master's footsteps and to help other people with humility that's very important and we you know from the bible we learn that the one the great
0: physician Jesus Christ he was the one who healed people and uh, he was showing us and teaching us how we should care about uh, each other. And you mentioned a couple of things uh, in terms of uh, how to be holistic, to look uh, not only for the how you can treat a disease, but how can you prevent. And uh, if we are suffering some sort of uh, sickness, uh, how can you reverse that?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, uh, what many people don't realize is that Jesus was foremost... A healer. Mm. When he went through the villages in Palestine, the Bible says there were no sick people left. Jesus was a healer. Mm -hmm. Jesus healed the physical diseases, and Jesus then also extended that to spiritual healing. Mm -hmm. You know, become uh, a person that understands and accepts and receives forgiveness. And as forgiveness is extended, you leave behind the guilt and everything else that uh, burdens you down. So Jesus was, number one, a healer, a mighty healer. Number two, Jesus was a teacher. Mm -hmm. He taught people. And number three, Jesus was a preacher. Mm.
0: And is that a a very strong... uh, correlation, uh, a link in between being a spiritual man at the same time, like uh, teaching uh, uh, spiritual things and teaching also uh,
1: lifestyle. Well, Jesus mingled with people. He went where people were. And uh, then he extended his sympathy to people. He listened to people. Uh, Jesus then met the needs of people. You know, to t- a society today, we have so much chronic disease. We have so many of these diseases. And, uh, you know, to reaching out to people in helping them to understand that they can actually prevent and arrest and reverse these diseases by making wiser lifestyle changes in the process, people feel so much better. And Jesus then was found to develop credibility with people. They began to trust him. And uh, as a result then, he was able to reach their hearts. And he could say, oh, wait a minute. You know, I've done everything I can to give you some better health. But I have a few more things to share with you that go a little bit deeper. Um, I can help you in your, not just your lifestyle, but I can help you in your spiritual well-being, mm-hmm. how to become a man of prayer, mm-hmm. how you can trust me. I'm a trustworthy person. I'm a God who cares. Mm-hmm.
0: You're suggesting, uh, Dr. Diel that a practitioner, a doctor, should not be just a person who gives a pill to somebody who needs to, uh, you know, to, to take away, let's say, a, a pain or something like that, but needs to be interested in in that person from a
1: different angle. Yeah. Medicine has become a pill pushing business where you have a very powerful pharmaceutical industry that sells the doctors and the medical schools on the idea that for every ill, there's a pill. And so we find that some patients that come to us. They may be on 10 medications, 15 medications. I had one with 23 medications the other day. And all these medications interact. All of these medications have side effects. All of these medications are expensive. And all of these uh, medications, in most cases, do not heal the body. Now we need to make a distinction between chronic diseases. that I talked about earlier, the blood pressure problems, the heart disease problems, the obesity problems, the diabetes problems. These are chronic diseases. Medicine just makes you feel better about it and doesn't really cure the disease. But then you have also infectious diseases. You know, that's where medications in 10 days can knock out the bug, mm-hmm. the uh, organism that caused the disease. And that's where medicine can really, really shine. When you have a broken leg, you want to see your doctor. Don't come and ask me how much broccoli should I eat. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the time when you really want to take advantage of very well-educated health professionals that can use high-tech medicine technology to help us to understand the disease, uh, to diagnose it, and to put us on the road. But after you've done this, And you have now a chronic disease. Now we have an opportunity to do something for ourselves. I always tell my audiences, you are the chairman of the board when it comes to health. You are the CEO. It's not the doctor and the hospital that makes you uh, healthy. And when it comes to these chronic diseases, you have to do something. How do you eat? How do you drink? Do you smoke? Are you a nice person? These are the drivers of these modern killer diseases. Mm -hmm.
0: Dr. Hansdale, uh, you are the founder of uh, CHIP program. Mm. Take us through this program and tell us a little bit Mm. what's doing all around the world. We just mentioned that uh, you have uh, close to 100,000 graduates which went through that program. Mm. What is the benefit?
1: Well, let me give you a little history. I joined... A residential clinic. That is a program where people come from all over the world for 30 days looking for health, looking for answers to their chronic diseases. These are people that have heart disease, they have high blood pressure, they have diabetes, they're obese, they have arthritis, they have depression and they don't know what to do. They've taken all these medications, they've taken all these medical helps and nothing has really worked. They take more medication and more medication and more medication then they come to the center and they say, tell us, what do we really need to do to address the causes of our problem. And then they come for 30 days and they're very carefully monitored. When they come in, they have their uh, blood uh, samples checked. They have their blood pressure checked. We know everything about these people, their lifestyles, do they smoke. When they come into the center, the first thing they have to do is drop your cigarettes here. Mm-hmm. There's no cigarette allowed here. The next thing they learn is you have your meals all taken care of. We cook for you. We give you only healthy foods. We give you fruits and vegetables and whole grains. We give you lots of beans. <laughs> we, we give you simple foods that come out of the hand of a master designer. Okay, so we don't give you potato chips, we give you potatoes. Mm -hmm. We don't give you corn chips, we give you corn. We don't give you burgers, we give you beans. Do you see? We give you foods as they come in nature. And then we don't add so much salt and sugar and fat and oil and grease as we usually find in our society. And when that happens, the body begins to heal itself. Mm -hmm. The body is not in a position as designed by a caring, loving, creator God to move towards health, to repair yourself. But you can only do it if you put the right fuel into the system. If, you're, if your car is built for, uh, for diesel fuel, uh, don't put regular petrol in it. If our bodies are built for a certain way to be treated, uh, then don't put in these new kind of food that we devel- developed in the last 30, 40 years. I mean, we didn't have... Pringles. We didn't have Dor- Doritos. We didn't have Oreos. We didn't have M&Ms. We didn't have these large uh, plates of uh, uh, fast foods and burgers and sirloin steaks and all these kind of things 30, 40 years ago to the extent that we have them today. Mm. This was a big diet revolution that took place in the 1970s and 80s in America and it swept the world. Mm. And as it happened, these modern killer disease have swept everywhere around the world. When I was in China in 1985, it was difficult to find heart disease in China. Today it's everywhere, uh, especially in the big cities. When I traveled to Lithuania 40 years ago, uh, there was no heart disease to speak of. It was some there, but not that much. Today, in the last 20, 30 years after the West moved in and brought all in these fancy foods, today uh, 60% of all the deaths in Lithuania, a small country near uh, Russia, uh, now is suffering. and dying from heart disease. You know, the way we live determines the way we die to a large extent. Mm. And that's the lesson that we have to try to get across to patients. Patients have the idea, well, if I see the best doctor, that is the best hospital, he has the best medication, everything's going to be fine. Not true. When it comes to these chronic diseases, you are the doctor. You have to do something. You have to practice intelligent self-care in collaboration with a physician that understands these concepts mm. and so you need to look at nutrition you have to look at uh, do I get enough sleep uh, you know here in Australia we take 10 times more salt salt wow than the body needs and when you have this much salt you very commonly have high blood pressure hypertension and uh, when you have uh, hypertension, when you have that much salt, you also hold more water in the body. So many people, they have about five, six, seven, eight kgs of water in the system, which makes them overweight just because of the salt. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn that they are very close relationships. And once you understand, and that's why we have a CHIP program. A CHIP program is about 40 hours of learning in groups. We have 50 people, 500 people, and we take them through 10 weeks where they come twice a week for an hour and a half each, twice a week, and they learn as a group, what can we do? What can I do about osteoporosis? What can I do about my extra weight? What can I do to help my husband to become more open to cutting back on meat and to lower his cholesterol without the medication? What can I do to help uh, my family members to not have to rely on medications for high blood pressure? Because all of these drugs, Every one of these drugs has a side effect. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes people don't know, men don't know, that some of the high blood pressure medications are actually also causing impotence. Mm -hmm. And I think if men knew and they become affected by it, they would probably be willing to (laughs) take a second look, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. But just um, while you're talking
0: about these diseases, people will know if if you are diabetic, for example, and if you're taking, you know, insulin or something like that, You'll be, you'll be told that you are stuck with that for the rest of your life. Correct. Can you reverse that? Can you get out of some of those uh, medication through the uh, through the lifestyle
1: through what you're talking about? We have known this this since 1927. There was a physician that took uh, medical students. There were healthy medical students, no diabetics there, and he put them on a diet that was very high in sugar. He gave them the regular diet plus one pot of sugar a day, and after 11 weeks of doing these feeding experiments, not one medical student tested diabetic. And then he did the experiment again, and he gave these people lots of fats and oils and grease, lots of cheese and meats, high-fat diets, and within two weeks, 70%, 7 out of 10 medical students tested diabetic. The idea of diabetes, that it's related to an excess amount of sugar, is an idea that we have had for many, many, many years. But the old idea is now coming back. We have now a new approach to diabetes. And when you begin to understand that you have to cut back on fats, oil, and grease, as well as the sugars, and you have to begin to lose the weight, then suddenly, within three to four to five days, something happens to the blood sugar levels. And the the, the, the magic here is not just that you cut back on oils and fats and grease and on sugars. The magic is that you eat foods that are very high in fiber.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: They're very high in fiber. So when you eat vegetables, when you eat, uh, corn, when you eat whole grain, uh, when you eat wheat, when you eat um quinoa uh when you eat uh beans in particular, they're all very high in what we call fiber uh they have um a substance to it mm-hmm. and it's that fiber that helps the body to transform the starchy foods like beans and so on very gradually into blood sugar and the body can handle it very well however if you take foods like just mentioned and they don't have the fiber in there for instance you take um, brown rice and turn it into white rice it doesn't have the fiber When you take whole wheat bread and you turn it into white bread, it doesn't have the fiber anymore. And these carbohydrates turn very quickly into sugar within 10, 15 minutes, and they overwhelm the body, and you're on your way to become a diabetic. Mm. So when we go back then and we help people to go back to the more original foods, the way they came out of the hand of a master designer, the creator God, when we eat... Wheat as they come, when you have seven grain cereal, when you have brown rice, when you have beans as they come. There are 50 kinds of different beans and lentils in this country here, but people don't seem to want to eat those for some reason. But when you move them in that direction, we find that within four to five days, the physician has to reduce the insulin, the physician has to reduce the medication because the body begins to regenerate itself. Uh, 40% of the patients that are taking insulin, these are called type 2 diabetics, they no longer need insulin within 8 to 10 weeks. That's right. 80% of the people that are taking these pills no longer have to be on these pills within 8 to 10 weeks just by making these simple changes plus a daily exercise program. Mm. So we have a lot to do to arrest these diseases. And to turn these diseases around, because we can provide a cure, and as long as people follow a very simple diet, they do their exercise program, they 're nice people, they 're happy people, they have a spiritual moorings, they know how to forgive, they let go of their bitterness, and uh, they no longer you know remember all the bad things that the people done to them, we need to leave this behind. We have to offer forgiveness to these people when we do this. The health becomes a reality, and all of a sudden, the depression becomes less. The blood sugars go down, the blood pressures go down, the angina pain from heart disease becomes less, and the coronary arteries of the heart begin to gradually open up again. It's an absolute miracle which I saw in this residential clinic where I served as uh, director of education and research, where people came from all over the world. These were people that spent twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a four-week program to learn how to do this. And I saw with my own eyes what can happen within a week and two and three weeks as cholesterol levels dropped, blood pressures came down, and so on and so forth, and patients had to be taken off their medications. Mm. It was at that time that I felt that um, I wanted to do a CHIP program, the Complete Health Improvement Program to make it not an expensive program, like coming to a clinic, but I had to take it to the community. Mm -hmm. And I could now work with the stores and say, we need to have more healthy, uh, you know, uh, produce. In our on our shelves I would work them with uh, restaurants in one town, we had 27 restaurants they became health promoting restaurants because we had 3,000 people in the town that followed the CHIP program these are the kind of things that we need to do to create a healthier culture because the culture is very very dangerous the culture actually seduces us the culture uh, tells us don't worry about anything enjoy anything you want to eat uh, because uh, eat, drink and be merry the doctor's will take care of you tomorrow. Don't worry. Oh, you better do. Because when it comes to these chronic diseases, we're very limited what we can do as doctors and hospitals and pharmaceutical product providers for these kind of diseases. We need to take responsibility for ourselves. Mm.
0: That's very important, uh, Dr. Hansdell. And just in the last uh, few minutes, which we um, still have uh, for this program, you mentioned about how important is what you eat. Is that saying, you know, true, uh, you are uh,
1: what you eat or something <laughs> like that? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a presentation a couple of nights ago in Brisbane, and uh, one of the national leaders of um, a, a large uh, religious uh, organization uh, was seen on television where he said to the uh, believers, he said, We are digging our graves with our teeth. He said, We should reduce our refined foods, these engineered foods, these, um, um you know, produced foods, and we should go more back to the kind of foods that were provided by nature or you can say by God. These are the kind of foods that will give you the health that you want. Um, and it was very interesting. When he used those words, we're digging our grapes with our teeth. That's a powerful concept. Mm-hmm. We are what we eat. And food is very powerful medicine. If we use the right foods as they come out of the hand of a master designer as they come to us in nature, and we don't doctor them up for hours and working hard and adding all the fats and oils and grease and the salt and the sugar, and we want to make it tasty, 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 because the taste buds begin to change after two, three weeks. The most difficult thing to do when it comes to nutrition is to cut back on the enormity of salt in our diet, the enormity of salt in our restaurant food, the enormity of salt in our fast foods, the enormity of foods in our prepared foods. Uh, That's the most difficult thing to do because everything tastes flat. Mm. And I always tell people, yeah, you do this for three weeks and you have new taste buds coming up. And these taste buds have not been, you know... Uh, adulterated and these taste buds when you have the low salt diet they will enjoy it and you will no longer miss the salt so much as you did in the first two three weeks as you begin to make the change so it does take a little bit of a time of change and that's why in our CHIP program we usually enroll people in groups mm-hmm. and when you have a group you have support yes. you help each other and you have accountability and you hear the success stories and you say to yourself my goodness my goodness If she can do it, I should be able to do that too. Look, if he can do it, I can do it. Last night I was at a meeting and this man had lost 70 kgs over the last three years. He said, I lost 70 kgs. I'm a new person. I'm off all medications. I was supposed to have a liver transplant. And as I began to lose the weight on the CHIP program, the doctor said after six months, I don't know what you're doing, but... (laughs) keep your doing li- it <laughs> your, your liver is doing. I don't know what you're doing but uh, there's no need anymore for it and the man was just giving me a hug I mean he kissed me he was, a, he was still a large man you know but he had lost 70 kgs and he looked really good and his wife came to me and said sir you have saved our marriage you have served my husband's uh, life I'm so glad that you're here from California so I can personally thank you for what you have done you know, they came through a trip program, which is run on videos, and travel. it's all over the world. I've written books that are in the 2-3 million uh, uh, distribution numbers. So God has been very, very mm. good in blessing this kind of work. Because after all, Jesus was foremost a healer and a teacher. And then he was also a preacher. So I'm a doctor that is seeing his greatest joy in helping people to teach them and to motivate them and to do things that we all know we should be doing, right? We all know we should be doing some exercise every day, 10,000 steps. We know we should do this. We all know if we shouldn't be that overweight. We know. We, we know we shouldn't eat those junk foods, but it's difficult to do when the culture, the television, everybody else tells you, do it, do it, do it, don't worry about it. And then in America, we have all these television ads for drugs. Mhm. are drugs all the time being advertised. And then they always say very quickly. And there's some side effects. And there's death. Mm-hmm. And the people say, Bring it on, brother. It won't happen to me, it's the other guy. Folks we need to be much more respectful of medications. Sometimes we do need them, especially when it comes to these chronic diseases to make us feel better. But folks, these drugs we should be more respectful of. We should use them minimally, as least you know as as little as possible. Uh, but we need to begin to take more responsibility of how we feed ourselves, what we drink, do we smoke, are we nice people, are we treating our spouse as well, and are you also learn, learning something of how to forgive others that may have wronged you in the past.
0: That's wonderful, uh, Dr. Hansdale, and uh, thank you so much for taking uh, a bit of time from your very busy schedule, and we just grabbed you from the airport. To be able to do this, uh, and we are so privileged to to have you with us. And uh, for uh, our listeners, uh, always they can um, check all the information you know, which you you in few minutes you share with us. If they go on uh, your uh, website, what else would you like to tell tell? Well, us? I
1: tell you, uh, probably the best I can share with you is after we had a good discussion here today, and that is, health is usually a solid. Achievement that people make—it's healthy by choice, not by chance. Mm,
0: That's wonderful. If you want to know more about this, please go to www.cheaphealth.com, which is c h i p health.com or www.handsdeal.com. That's h a n s d i -E 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 e. Thank you very much for um, coming with us today and uh, to our listeners I would like to say please just uh, consider that your life is not what you have been told by the peer pressure groups of people but your life you can learn new things from now on and if you are committed your life into the hands of God as our program is putting walk in the footsteps of jesus you'll have a wonderful experience and may god bless you in everything what you do